welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrand, alongside Tiger head football coach David Alexander. And coach, uh, you guys are coming off a very close game at Santa Fe on Friday. That game was uh, never more than a possession apart. It was close all the way throughout. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to make the trip for that game on Friday. So for me and for others who didn't get to see it in person, kind of walk us through that game from, from your perspective on the sidelines. <laughs> Wow, man, you're gonna you're gonna make me relive relive the whole thing. Sorry, man, it was uh, <laughs> well, it was just like we had talked pregame, right, Adam? It was gonna come down to the last possession of the game. Someone was gonna have to make a play at the end, uh, and unfortunately, right, we fumbled the ball and and we didn't get enough turnovers. Um, it, the game was uh, it was an incredible football game. If you were just a fan, come in and bought a ticket and didn't have you know, weren't. Just, just wanted to see a really good football game. It was really good. Both teams making plays. There were big, big offensive plays on both by both teams. There were big defensive plays. There were some big special teams plays. And uh, like you said, uh, they started off with a lead, uh, built up a couple score lead. We end up building, you know, coming back and and having a having a lead. Then uh, you know they return the kickoff, and you know then we end up with a fumble, and they were able to burn off most of the clock and only give us the ball back with a little over a minute to go and 90 yards to try to try to win the football game or tie the football game and uh, weren't able to do that. When you've had back-to-back weeks, weeks now like that of just very, very good football games. That really forces a team to stay locked in over the course of four quarters. How does that impact a team or, or how does that help moving forward because you really can't take any lapses over the course of these last two games? No, you can't. You know, um, we build on it. We build on it. You, know, you try to always find the positives. These are teenage kids, and it's amazing how resilient they are. They're so much more resilient than than coaches are. You know, we <laughs> carry that with us um, all through the next week. And those kids come back, you know, a day or two after a football game, and they're they're ready to, to go practice. And and uh, it's it's really it's refreshing to see as a coach because you know uh, our livelihoods are. Hey, a seven-day work week, we lose, and we're just miserable for a few days until we can really get back into the game plan for the next day. So, you, you know, you talk about it. Hey, right, uh, you get in those situations, right? Uh, quarterback, you got to protect the football. You know, you, know, you got to, you know, the uh, we're getting a lot of penalties. We got to stay, you know, whatever the referees are calling that night, and each referee crew is different. We got to figure that out and um, and and adjust to how they're calling the football game. And I think, we, you know, we did that in the second half. We actually – Penalties got cut way down, but you've just got to uh, you just got to um, play to the um, the circumstances of the football game. And if it's zero, if it's zero zero or twenty eight twenty eight, you know you got to do what you have to do to win. You guys had several big pay- plays in the passing game. Four different guys had catches of twenty three yards or more in, in that contest. So uh, why were you able to have that kind of success in the pass game, especially being able to move the ball down the field? Well, even though we had quite a bit of success running the ball as well, that. Santa Fe had sold out to stop the run. Um, you know, now Marion's a pretty special kid, and he broke off a couple long runs, and Sanchez had a couple decent runs too. But, um, you know, our pass protection was fantastic, even though they had all those guys at the line of scrimmage. And, you know, JL, um, you know, our, our guest coming up here in a little bit, uh, JL Talley had a beautiful game. Uh, I think every one of his catches was uh, a convert a third down to a first down. Um, I love that young man. As we talk, you know, we're going to talk about him a little bit later here too. I've got some great stuff. Uh, I want to tell you guys, tell everybody about JL. Well, let's uh, before we get to that, let's kind of switch back over to that run game because you said they kind of sold out to stop the run. Uh, there was, of course, an eighty-six yard touchdown run, so so that's helpful. But 
how did that make it challenging on your running game in terms of trying to consistently move the ball forward and stay ahead of the chains, things like that? Well, it's just first off, they're you know, a good football team. They made a decision. You know, we're a run-first football team, and they made their decision um, to bring all the guys down the box and, you know, try to make us throw it. Uh, we were still able to put up big numbers, you know, rushing-wise. Most of those were because of, you know, four or five big plays. Um, we weren't as completely consistent running the ball as we've been in every other game this year, um, which is a little bit disappointing. Now, also, you know, we had two starters in the offensive line out. Our center and left guard were out, um, you know, starting two guys that was their first starts in high school football, you know, a big football game, an undefeated team uh, at, at on the road. And those two guys, uh, they they – they worked into the game and got playing better as the season went on or as the game went on, but it was a tough place to have your first start. Uh, absolutely. There's there's no question about that. Uh, Marion Horn had the big run. He's also caught passes for touchdowns over the last couple of games. So we've we've spoken about him and how versatile he is on, on several occasions, but specifically how were you guys able to use him Friday night to, to try to create some matchup advantages? Well, it's, it's just about every, everybody's the same. You know, he is a mass a, a matchup nightmare for everybody. Um, he's so fast, and he can do so many things. He's obviously very smart too, cause, right? Because we're asking to play running back and and halfback. You know, that's the offset guy, and then inside receiver. We're asking him to do so many things. He actually played a few snaps of defense too. <laughs> and so it's just a uh, it's it's a great weapon. You know, you're not going to win big games. You're not going to you're not going to have a really good football team unless you've got a couple dudes. And obviously, Marion's our our dude uh, uh, offensively, our number one dude. And um, his speed, his elusiveness, uh, is what makes him uh, special. If he was if he was twenty pounds heavier, he'd be, you know, he he, it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> well, we've uh, seen him make a lot of plays this year. We're looking forward to seeing him make some more over the next few weeks here, uh, at least. As Coach mentioned, we'll be back with JL Talley here in just a moment. So stay tuned for that. You're watching Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold. And we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments, from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Hello and welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. Adam Hildebrandt back with you. We're joined now by JL Talley, who's a senior receiver for the Tigers. And uh, JL, let's let's talk uh, some some like lead up to football before we get to actual football itself. Uh, you're getting ready for a big game. You know, you're you're going over to Jinx, Owasa's in town, whatever. What do you have on on the headphones as you get ready to play football? Well, I usually like to listen to more chill music. I don't I don't like to listen to rap and hip hop before the game. I listen to more of a melancholy type vibe. So you're you you're trying to like relax and get calmed down before a ball game. Yes, sir. Why why is that? Why do you want to do that instead of getting hyped up? 
You know, I wait to get hyped up until I'm at the field and stuff. When I'm there, I just want to clear my mind. I don't want to focus on anything and get too anxious. Okay, very nice, very nice. Well, uh, we've seen you uh, step into a, a bigger role in the receiving game this year. Uh, you guys, as a as a receiving core, have seen an increased role this year. But you had a, a big game with a few catches uh, at Santa Fe the other night. Uh, what have you enjoyed about um, the ball being thrown more this year and, and getting to be a little more involved? I always like to be involved with the game. You know, it you know it's a good feeling when you uh, you know you played a good part in helping your team trying to get a win. Uh, I saw that we Marion Horn had an 86-yard touchdown run in the game Friday night. That doesn't happen without receivers blocking as well. That's kind of an, an overlooked portion of a run like that. So uh, what kind of pride do you guys take as a group in terms of making those blocks downfield to allow those big runs? Well, we do run the ball quite a bit. So, you know, when the ball comes to your side, you don't want to be the guy that has your man make the tackle. You know, everyone wants to get their blocks and get some film up. What has this senior year been like for you? There's been a, a, a lot of differences over the course of this 2020 year. Uh, and, of course, you're having to deal with it, not only with football, but with school in general. So wh what have been some of the challenges of this senior year for you? Uh, I don't mind it too much, you know. When I, I like being able to just walk to class and not have to talk to, uh, talk to nobody, keep my mask up to begin with. <laughs> so it's more or less a bonus for me. So I can just put my headphones in, walk to class, just, you know, Mind my business. I'm, I'm getting the sense that you're kind of a quiet guy in general. More or less. What's, uh, how do you feel about being in front of cameras in a TV studio then? Oh, I'm, I'm good with talking when it comes in front of people. It's okay. just, uh, I'm not going to go out of my way to speak in front of others, but I, I can talk a little bit. Gotcha. Well, uh, let's round you out a little bit then. What, what, what's your favorite subject? Favorite subject is uh, science. I like Right now I'm in chemistry. I like it. Okay. So a little bit of math, a little bit of uh, organics. Have you gotten to uh, dissect anything or light anything on fire recently in chemistry? I've gotten to light stuff on fire, but I have not got to dissect it. I guess dissecting would probably be something else anyway. So, all right, you're, uh, we got two games left in the regular season, then we got a playoffs, uh, in, you know, presumably down the road. Every, everything is subject to change, I guess, at any time. But what are you most looking forward to about finishing out the rest of this year? Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting these two wins and heading the playoffs and going into state like anybody else. And we just want to get that gold ball no matter what it takes. All right, that's J.L. Talley, senior wide receiver for the Tigers. We'll be right back with more here in just a moment on Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Ribcrit. Finding your happy place is something special and different for everyone. You probably already know where to find yours, and TTCU Federal Credit Union can help you get there. Talk with our team. We'll give you the tools to build the financial future you want. So wherever your happy place finds you, TTCU will meet you there. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. Adam Hildebrandt joined again by head coach David Alexander. And coach, we just heard from J.L. Talley. Yeah. Uh, let's round him out, not only as a, as a football player, but as a person. What can you tell us about J.L.? Oh, my gosh. He's, a, he's an unbelievable young man. Um, you know, J.L. did not play football for us last year. He played as a sophomore. And he's, his dad was a uh, college basketball player, so there's you know a, a basketball family. And he went and concentrated on just basketball last year. And 
And he asked if he could come out. Of course, man, I knew what kind of young man JL was. I knew how of a good influence he would be in the locker room. But I did something with JL this year, um, and actually Corey Williams too, something I have never, ever done, um, and I've never seen any coach that I work for do. Uh, in the middle of the season, I promoted JL to captain. Um, I just thought his character, um, the way he was conducting himself, his influence on the young uh, players on the football team, that we named him captain um, after week five, and it's uh, it was it's been amazing. He's such a great young man. I'm I'm really proud of him. And how did uh, you know? Obviously, when when you promote somebody into a leadership role like that, uh, it's because you know the effect that it'll have on the other people around him. Right. How did the guys That's around right. him react to him being promoted? They all loved it. You know, when when we made the I made the announcement after our practice, and uh, you know they just the team went crazy. Mm-hmm. And JL had a big smile on his face. You know, he's a very reserved young man. You know, you don't see a lot of emotion from him. But obviously that's, you know, that's a big deal. A guy that, you know, uh, came in the locker room, you know, not till August, you know. And, and uh, of course, they all, they're all school. They're all friends. And they're all, they're all buddies. But, you know, you really don't, you know, until you get in the locker room and you have to go through practices and, uh, and stressful situations till you really see what kind of guy they're going to be. And then JL's been – uh, way better than advertised, both on the field and off. It's It's been a pleasure for us to coach him. We appreciate him taking some time with us today, too, because he had to run off to a leadership conference after he got done with this, which which tells you even, tells you even more about that's him. Right. Yep. tells you everything you need to know. Uh, there's just a couple of games left to, in the regular season here. What are you looking at in terms of some things that you're still trying to work on heading down the final stretch here? Well, again, Adam, it's it's so it's um, it's such a different year. You know, we're so much more worried about – uh, the potential of losing a player, uh, almost every, you know, to to the contact tracing or maybe a positive test, you know, and almost every one of our staff meetings, you know, we are doing the what-if game. What if we lose this guy, right? right? And um, are we better off moving an offensive player to that defensive position or a defensive player to this offensive position, right? Or is this backup good enough to come in and play, Um you know, we spend so much more time doing that that, uh, you know, it's just uh, – it's what everybody's doing, but it's just added uh, not just a little tiny element to um, football. It's it's added a giant iceberg to, um, <laughs> you know, game planning and what-ifs and, and how you get ready for a football game. So we've talked some about uh, how you – have changed up meetings and shortened those and you put limits and things right. like that. But have you also had to take extra time and practice away from, Hey, this guy is practicing his normal position too. Okay. In case we do lose this guy, we're going to have you practice over here also. Yes. We're, you know, we're practicing. Our practices look a little bit like a smaller school, right? Where you go, you spend 45 minutes on offense and then you spend 15 minutes on special teams and then you go 45 or 50 minutes on defense you know, which is, uh, you know, what, what you do when you have a team of 40 guys, right, instead of uh, a roster of 120. But we're, we're trying to create depth. We've decided that, hey, you know, if, if we have a massive, you know, a, a one position gets hit with a bunch of contact tracing or something happens, and we're still going to go play a football game. You know, are we better off having these guys practice a few days or a few minutes a day at this position? So it's, uh, it's, um, it's, it's been – uh, a, a, you know, a different animal this year. Everything, of course, we all know that, right? In every aspect of our lives, almost everything's different. So it's, it's, um, it's been fun. It's been a challenge, you know, and uh, we're going to see how good of a job we do going into the playoffs. 
Speaking of different, uh, the seniors will be playing their final scheduled home game right. uh, in in a different year. How, how are things going to be different? For the, that's always an emotional time. Sure. But, I mean, we've had guys that are seniors that have had to go out and miss games for contact tracing or whatever. How do you think it's different for those guys this year? Well, you know, this it's going to look a little bit different when we do the senior night, when the, when the seniors and their families come out of, uh, on the you know, we're going to blow the tunnel up on the 50-yard line. You know, this year it's just immediate family with the players, um, you know, not aunts and uncles and grandparents and siblings, and, and they're going to limit that. Um, and I will be the only coach, you know, through the line with the players, um, you know, give them a little elbow bump or a fist bump, you know, no big hugs this year. You know, usually we have the, all the coaching staff lined up down the 50, and, and it, you know, we all get hugs, and we appreciate those guys um, and thank them for three years of coming and being a great Broken Air Tiger so again, the senior group, just like last year's spring sport senior groups, this senior group is going to miss out a little bit on stuff that's always been done here. Football-wise, what do we expect from Norman on Friday? Well, I'm glad the weather over in Norman's been horrible. I'm so so yeah. I'm really glad they're they're probably not getting much practice time. Um, what you'll see is um, a lot of quarterback run game, right? Uh, a lot of quarterback run game. Uh, they have a difficult. They've had a difficult time being super successful in the in the passing game even though they've got a very special young man outside of receiver they're just having a tough time getting it to him um so we need to make sure that that, that happens again this friday and so we can uh, make them a uh, one-dimensional football team finally coach uh, we talked how there's just a couple games left in the regular season that means playoffs are coming up and playoffs right. have kind of been a question mark all year long sure what is your understanding of the situation that we are looking at moving forward into into playoff time well, the one, the one thing we do know, right, that's in concrete is that all 16 players in – all 16 teams in 6A1 will make the playoffs. Okay. Now, our organization, OSSAA, gave each district um, two options for the uh, coaches and ADs to vote on on how they want to seed their district going into playoffs. Okay, so our district, District 1, um, the ADs, athletic directors, voted uh, that – Pure district wins would would seed the playoffs, right? If you have the most wins, no matter how many games you you know missed because of COVID or right, other things that happen, uh, and then the other district, District Two, Six A One, District Two, voted on coaches' rankings. So the last three weeks of the season, week eight, nine, and ten, the coaches are going to rank their district, and then they'll come, you know, they'll uh, tabulate that and rank the district that way. So both districts doing something different, uh, and then they'll seed it. You know, um, one will play eight from each district, you know, and all the way down. And so it's a little bit weird. And, it's, you know, so we can't sit in our locker room as coaches and draw the bracket and figure out where <laughs> we're going to be. There's just no telling. And, you, you know, you're no telling in week nine and ten now, you know, who's going to miss a game, you know, contact tracing or a team can't play. So we won't know where we're at or who we're playing and probably until – after our game on week 10. Just one more uh, one more Just, hurdle to get over. That's right. In football 2020. All right, that's head coach David Alexander. I'm Adam Hildebrand. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. We'll talk to you Friday night.